0: Our mission is a place friends meet who hike, cycle, ski, go to concerts, and enjoy other Colorado adventures. And, you know, I grew up in consulting and and probably have a little bit, you know, of a bias towards really honing in on a mission and making sure that everything we do is in alignment with that mission. So when we look at food items, when we look at whether we should deliver, when we look at what that next investment is for the shop. Um when we look at our advertising mechanism and messages, uh, we really try to tie back to that. And we tell our general manager and our employees all the time, you know, if you're doing something that doesn't align with that mission, you know, stop and talk to us about it uh, because maybe it's not the right thing to be doing.
1: You're listening to the Maximum Enthusiasm Podcast, the exploration of life fully optimized with Megan Hopman. Hey Maximum Enthusiasm listeners, welcome back. We are so excited to have a new sponsor joining us on the show. It is C3 Bike Shop. They have two locations here in the Colorado Front Range, one located in Golden on South Golden Road and one located in Denver on Tejon Street. Wade is the owner. He's an amazing dude. I've known him for over 10 years. Our history began together back when he worked at Treads in Lakewood. He went on to start his own store, and he now owns two locations. They are a Cannondale dealer, among other brands. I recently picked up my first e-bike from C3. It's a Stromer, which is a Swiss brand uh, made by the folks over at um, BMC, essentially. Uh, Wade is just an incredible bike expert. When it comes to really building a custom bike, especially if you have certain hubs, certain spokes, certain rims, certain build. Um, We were talking the other day about oval chain rings. We were getting all geeked out about how we were gonna build up a new road bike for me. And this is really the place to go if you wanna have that kind of detail and attention paid to your ride. Wade and his crew are offering our listeners 10% off if you go into either location and you mention my name, the last name Hotman, or the Maximum Enthusiasm podcast. So definitely pay Wade a visit. Be sure to say hello to Brandon down at the Tejon Street, as well as our good friend Lauda as well. And if you meet Wade at either location, be sure to give him a big hug for us. He is one of those outstanding people who frankly just makes the world a better place. And so does his bike shop. So do us a favor, stop in to C3, make them your local bike shop and tell them you heard about them on the Maximum Enthusiasm podcast. Hey, you guys, welcome back. I hope that this episode finds you having a great day wherever and whenever it finds you. I hope that you are somewhere chilled out and relaxing, just giving yourself the opportunity to listen to a podcast, maybe learn a thing or two, be inspired, be encouraged, um, be informed. My guests today are Todd and Cindy. They are the founders of Launch Colorado. It's a coffee shop and restaurant here in Golden, Colorado. You'll hear from them that this has been a dream on their hearts for some time. In fact, they had the, the location of this place in their heart and in their mind for some time as they waited for a particular parcel of land to be developed. was just recently into the shop myself, taking some photos of their beautiful space, and I ordered a really healthy Greek salad for lunch, treated myself to a couple bags of coffee beans, the uh, espresso bean, as well as one of their decaf beans to make for my afternoon pour over, which is a guilty pleasure, and also picked myself up a gorgeous succulent plant. I will post a photo of that to the webpage. They have used their space to share products and art from local artists and local uh, entrepreneurs, such as the woman who makes the succulent plants. There are some gorgeous artwork on the walls from local artists, and the space has just been so intentionally crafted and designed and their menu is fantastic and healthy and varied it all just really represents exactly what we would hope and want for in a community coffee shop and a community gathering space and the reason that the coffee shop is called launch is because they want it to be the starting point or the launch pad for your day adventure whether that's going up into the mountains to go skiing or hiking whether that's the start or the finish of a bike ride um, right now, during this current coronavirus uh, shutdown, our local restaurants and bars are really, really struggling, and Launch is presently offering delivery and takeout as well as drive through And so if you're listening to this and you live in the Front Range area and you are looking for something happy and healthy to have for lunch or dinner or breakfast, please keep Launch in mind for a drive through or a delivery option if you are still in a space where you are going to work in an essential business and you and your coworkers or your staff are looking for something to order in, definitely think of Launch Colorado. We also hosted our world record party celebration there back in December. And as you'll hear, they made up a fantastic creative cocktail for us to celebrate involving ginger. And they also presented us with really beautiful charcuterie boards and chili and some vegan options. It was all very delightful. And again, the space is just gorgeous. So hear them talk about the trials and tribulations. They certainly don't candy coat it. These are difficult times for entrepreneurs, even before many of our businesses were forced to close their doors for a time. But I hope that you'll also hear the hope and the passion and the fulfillment that comes from running a business and, in fact, even being able to employ their their kids in the restaurant, which I think is really wonderful. Their store manager is tremendous as well. I met him when I was in, and they give him a lot of credit for their successful operations. So I think it's always great to share those public kudos uh, with regards to your staff in forums such as this. So definitely check them out. You can visit them online as well. It's launchcolorado.com and I hope that you'll think of them, and um, you can also, of course, buy gift cards. They sell t-shirts and hats, and as I mentioned, you can also buy coffee in bulk from them, ground or whole beans. I'm a big fan, and I want to do all that I can to raise visibility of companies like this, because we want them to stick around. So give a listen, and hopefully you'll learn a thing or two, Um, and thanks again for tuning in. As always, go out and live your day with maximum enthusiasm. Welcome to the show, Todd and Cindy Weissrock. Welcome to Maximum Enthusiasm. Thank you. Hey, thanks. This is really fun for me to have a husband-wife duo on the show together. This is a first, so welcome and thanks for taking time out of your busy Tuesday to be here. Um, I'm so excited to introduce your company and your business and background to our listeners. Todd and Cindy own this fantastic coffee shop, restaurant, Based here in Golden, called Launch Colorado. Todd and Cindy tell us all about Launch.
0: Well, um, I mean, so like you said, Launch is here in Golden. Uh, we love Golden. We've been in this city for about 13 years uh, as a family, um, and you know, we've all we've both done a lot of different things work wise, corporate wise, and and um, all those kinds of things. And I think we were excited to do something in the community. Um, I traveled for over 25 years with my job. So never really got to know my communities that I lived Ah. in very well. Um, You know, Cindy for the last 16 years has been really busy with the kids and other, other career kind of stuff. And we just, we sort of relished the idea of doing something in the community. Um, And so You know, we were looking at different things to do. We tried some other things and this space opened up and this, you know, the space for us was kind of key to the timing. In some ways, it was the worst time ever to uh, open a business for us. We had opened a prior business and uh, it wasn't doing so well and it was breaking even and we started to think to ourselves, you know, maybe it's time to 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 do something else in case this is only mm-hmm. a break-even venture. Um, but like I said, it was really, in a lot of ways, the worst time ever to open a business. <laughs> um, and this space opened up, and it's right on I-70, right on the main thoroughfare. It's about a mile from Red Rocks Amphitheater. Um, and if you're going from the city or the airport up into the mountains, you can't help but pass by where we are. Um and so, you know, the combination of the passion and the space and the timing, uh, we just kind of decided to go for it. We've been open for just over a year, uh, 14 months, and, um, you know, learning as we go, and it's uh, we're having a ton of fun with it.
1: Cindy, anything you want to add to that? Is that a pretty accurate recap? Yeah, I, guess,
0: um,
2: I would just add that it was... You know, on the back burner for um, for us for a long time, just, you know, hey, someday we'll open the culture. shop. Um, and we had lined up the space for a long time. Everybody kind of remembers that big open field that used to be where the Origin Hotel and Harley, Avalanche Harley now is. That was a field forever. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, they kept saying, oh, we're going to do this with it or we're going to do that with it. And um, so we kept dying it up saying, gosh, when they, you know let's just figure out what we can do. And maybe that's where our coffee shop's going to be because it was, you know, for us, one of our drivers was we really wanted to be a place where people could meet up um, and, and visit together and um, discuss plans for their next adventure. And that still is our, our motto um, and, our, and our mission, what drives us. We want to be that place where people can come together as a community, um, whether it's, You know, to talk about their next Colorado adventure, to leave for a cycling trip, to um, talk about an entrepreneurial idea they have, to share poetry, to share family. So, um, and it's so exciting because the last year really is, it's become that. And it's so cool for us to look around um, and really see that happening in the shop on a daily basis. Um, You know, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, we're we're really uh trying to be a mission driven business and so um you know our Cindy alluded to our mission our mission is a place friends meet who hike, cycle, ski, go to concerts and enjoy other Colorado adventures. And you know, I grew up in consulting and and probably have a little bit, you know, of a bias towards really honing in on a mission and making sure that Everything we do is in alignment with that mission. So when we look at food items, when we look at whether we should deliver, when we look at what that next investment is for the shop, um, when we look at our advertising mechanism and messages, uh, we really try to tie back to that. And we tell our general manager and our employees all the time, you know, if you're doing something that doesn't align with that mission, you know, stop and talk to us about it Uh, because maybe it's not the right thing to be doing.
1: That is such a powerful statement, and I think a place that many business owners do get a little bit sideways in that the mission serves as the barometer, and it really gives you your indicator on whether something's a hell yes or a no. And I love how clear and early it sounds like you got very clear on your mission early, early, and it is your your compass for everything, as you said, marketing, what to buy, whether to do delivery or not to do delivery. Uh, I suspect that that has served you very well, and it probably really helps your staff stay consistent and in alignment as well.
2: Definitely. And I think that's why the time that we're in now is so challenging because we can't meet there um, with the coronavirus and COVID 19 going on. Sure. Um, you know, we are. We are delivery and drive-through and take-out only. So how does that mission align with that? And so, you know, we're trying really hard to be community focused and um, really reach out to other restaurants and um, figure out how we can still be community minded without doing it inside the restaurant. Um, you know, how can we get our messaging out to the community and still do things that make us feel together as golden, you know, without having to actually be physically together. Um, so it's been an interesting week, I have to say.
1: <laughs> sure. Well, and you raise a great point because we don't know when or where this podcast will find our listeners, but it is March 24th, 2020, and we are squarely in the midst of the coronavirus. And just last night, the city of Denver issued its shelter in place rule, which is Doesn't technically apply to us out in Golden, but I would say, by and large, the community is honoring it as though it does, since we don't yet have a Colorado State uh, shelter in place. But what it means for us and for you and your business is that restaurants and coffee shops right now are being restricted to curbside carryout, delivery, and drive-through. So um, it's my understanding that you guys are offering all three of those options to your customers, correct? Correct.
2: We are. We are We're up all three of those, plus some of the delivery services like Grubhub and DoorDash. And then we're also trying some innovative things like Outposts. So, you know, c- contacting a neighborhood um, such as Genesee and saying, hey, you know, can we deliver to one spot and have you come pick up from that? one?" You know, we set up a table and people place their orders online um, and then they can come to one spot so they don't have to come all the way down the hill. And, you um, also teaming up with other restaurants to offer some um, contribute food to things like golden backpack to distribute um, so that we can still make use of our staff and our kitchen and our resources, Um, you know, because that's a, that's a big part of our team is our staff. You know, we're, we're really hoping that they can stick around through all of this, even though hours are cut and they're low and there are a lot of things to figure out from that. Sure. We're still strong when it, when it all blows over, hopefully. When it turns
1: around. Yeah. 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 So people can support you and, and patronize you now through the drive-through, through the carry out, as you mentioned, sort of a group order on behalf of a neighborhood, which I think is brilliant. And then the delivery options through Grubhub and, and Uber Eats and some of those services. Um, do you all also sell uh, gift cards that people could buy right now?
0: Uh, yeah, that's a, uh, that's a great option. In uh, you know, a we, got folks that, you know, are, are regular customers or even friends of ours who've got friends in Colorado, and they're realizing, um, you know, that if they buy gift cards, it helps us out a little bit. And, um, you know, they're regular customers. So it gives us a little bit of cash flow now. And of course, they can come back and, and spend those later. So that's been that's been super helpful to us.
1: And what about things like bulk coffee? I know you guys sell ground and whole bean coffee, and um, I believe tea as well. Are any of those products available right now?
0: Yeah, it's interesting times here, right? So we we've always sold um, you know coffee beans for people to take home, uh, and tea for people to take home, and other products for people to take home. We also have uh, coffee paraphernalia, so we have uh, great grinders. Uh, the most important um, the most important mechanism, you know, people are asking what what's the best coffee maker, what's the best espresso machine. We tell people, you know, you can buy a Mister Coffee uh, coffee machine. The grinder is, is really the most important part. Of course, if you can buy a great great coffee machine too, that's good. But um, having a great grinder is super important. We sell that. We sell uh, hand brew pour over uh, equipment and filters and oh, things nice. like that. So, um, and then we also do. Uh, Of course, when we aren't in this kind of lockdown, um, we do classes in the shop. Um, You know, right now we have kind of an intro to coffee class and our lead barista will take people through coffee and explain kind of the origins and the history of coffee and then show them how the same coffee can be, uh, taste very different, uh, prepared different ways.
1: Oh, that is Um, so fun.
0: We also have um, an Espresso 101 course. Uh, where uh, folks can sign up, and we we take uh, I don't know, Cindy, how many six or eight people at once? Four, okay. I'm on. <laughs> uh, <so we> can, <laughs> and um, they come uh, they come behind the bar, and our lead barista takes them through how to uh, grind and prepare espresso, and you know what's important and what makes you know how to adjust it to to, to your taste and to the best taste. We're also doing a milk steaming class behind the bar. Um, And so these are things that you can book with a group of friends. Uh, You know, if you've got more than the four people that want to come back, uh, but it's a group, we certainly will do that for you. Uh, Or you can just uh, go onto our website and sign up for the classes there and and meet friends at the shop.
1: Right on. And I'm just scrolling your website right now, looking at all the amazing food options that you have available on online ordering, which is fantastic. We will include links to that on the show, so that people that go to the Apple podcast to listen can directly click to all these links, um, as well as on the Maximum Enthusiasm website. So we'll direct people there for sure. We also want to send friends of Launch to your Instagram page, which is at LaunchColorado. And um, do they just need to call you or shoot you an email if they want something that's not food like the bulk coffee or some of the coffee production products that you mentioned?
0: Yeah, absolutely. They can. Uh, folks can call us anytime. We're happy to answer any question about, uh, not just about the shop or the menu, about coffee or coffee preparation. Uh, they can reach us at 720-506-2119. And our, our number is on the website, or they can shoot us a note at info at launchcolorado.com. You know, we're super interested in the coffee community, the golden community. So if you want to know about coffee, you've got an idea how you want to partner uh, please, please do reach out. We we almost never say no. We love to, you know, we love to do different things with different businesses and different groups. Um, once we're back open again, um, we give out our space for free. We, we That's one of our principles as far as the um, community goes. So if you want to come in with a group of two or three folks, if you want to come in with a group of 10 folks, we'll block off some tables for you. Uh, And if you want to if you want to meet with up to 70 folks, we'll uh, we'll shut down the restaurant for you. And we've been doing that since the beginning. And we've had some just amazing groups in from um, HOA type groups to women in business to uh, women in professional cycling. So all kinds of different groups have used our space and our staff loves it and we love it. And even world record holders.
1: I was just going to say, I can <laughs> speak from a uh, personal experience how how wonderful your hospitality and your food and drinks are because we hosted our world record celebration party there at launch back in December after we broke the world record. Mm. And your trays and your offerings and vegan options were fantastic. You even whipped up a custom ginger Cocktail, both with and without alcohol, for our group. It was so pleasant and just spectacular. You guys went above and beyond for us. It was really, really wonderful. So i I hope very soon that your restaurant is able to go back to offering your full litany of services and options because it really is a special community hub. And um, uh, Megan,
0: we've also uh, we we went and added that cocktail to
1: our menu. Oh, did you really?
0: Interested Mm -hmm. in the uh, cocktail. Uh, the ginger based cocktail that
1: uh, that
0: was so I'm good to Yeah, and ask for it
1: and,
0: <laughs> and we'll uh, whip it up for you
1: I love that yeah that was so great we we learned during the world record just how powerful ginger can be for stomach upset and of course we've all heard that in various iterations but actually it really saved our group and so it became um, it became a thing. And so then you were kind enough to craft a cocktail for us out of uh, ginger as the core ingredient, which was really, really fun. And, fun. Uh,
0: and, and now it's kind of interesting in these times we have, you know, we we learned this week, you know, you're, we're talking about how to adjust uh, in, in these times. And really, of course, adjusting is always a big deal, right? Even if we're not going through a, a, a pandemic. But, you know, now suddenly we can sell alcohol out of the shop. You can literally come through our drive-thru and get a bottle of vodka or a bottle of whiskey or a bottle of gin um, through the drive-thru. So we're, we're having fun kind of adapting to that and figuring out how to sell that. Um, you That's know, pretty cool.
1: And, and I think you can you, even do like to-go beers and stuff, can't you, from what I've seen in other golden uh, places? And even cocktails, which is very strange for
2: us. As long as you have sure. a lid on it. It's just weird. But we're, you know... This too shall pass, but it's um, pass. <laughs> interesting to try to figure it out for now.
0: And, and so, talking about different ways to enjoy lunch, we do. Um, we've got great neighbors in our same building called Over Yonder Brewing. It's another young entrepreneurial couple uh, and their sister, and, and they've, um, they've opened up Over Yonder. And in the good times, when everything's open, um, when you're sitting over it over yonder, you can order our food uh, and we bring it over to your chair. Um, And now, um, since they're forced to essentially be closed altogether, we're uh, selling their beer over at launch and we're putting together some um, packages that include our food and their beer. So
1: that's really uh, cool of you guys to do that. Very neighborly.
0: It's fun. Yeah. I mean, we don't need a pandemic to do that. We're we're constantly looking for new fun things to do with um, with groups and other other businesses in Golden.
1: Well, and I seem to remember one time when I was in there, you had a, I believe, a stout from that brewery that you were using in one of your recipes, but I can't recall what it was. Was it a chili? Uh, well, we, we haven't done that. What, um, but or it was the, a pairing, maybe. It was just pairing with food? Yeah, they, they, uh, the, brewery
0: actually, the brewery actually made a, a stout with our coffee.
1: That's what, um, yeah, that's what it was thank exactly you yeah, yeah
0: right. and that was the second beer so um earlier in the year they made a coffee blonde um oh, yeah. that was called cream and sugar please and then they kind of surprised us we had our one-year anniversary at the beginning of february being open for one year
1: and they made us
0: coffee imperial stout and they called it first launch
1: oh um, that's neat
0: so that was really super cool of them and um in both cases, with both of those beers, they saw, they were really popular beers over at Over Yonder. Um, and, you know, a lot of these things that we're learning in this extreme situation that we're in, you know, uh, there'll be plenty of things that we won't stop doing, right? That'll, that'll guide how we perform our business going forward. Sure. And doing more beers with them, you know, they're starting to can beers with... They knew it was on the horizon layout in the distance, and they're going to accelerate that in this environment. Um, and that'll enable us to sell, their, to sell their beers in the shop and to continue to do special things with them. So that's pretty cool.
1: I really like and appreciate all of that. And I also want to highlight one other thing that we haven't specifically focused on, which is in light due to your location being super accessible off of I-70, as you mentioned, people headed west, especially to go up skiing when the ski resorts eventually reopen. And also, just driving up to the mountains at any time of year, whether it's winter or summer, that you are set up with this drive-through, that and you do these to-go bags and these um, these brown brown bags uh, with breakfast burritos and similar items, so that people can just cruise through real quick and grab something on their way up the hill.
2: Yeah, definitely, we're well set up for that, and um, you know, with all those Dino Park and rides right there, it's a, it just seems like a no-brainer for people to. To swing through and grab healthy food it's healthy but really delicious i have to say
0: (laughs) absolutely and and that raises a really good point you know we, we we started the the podcast talking a little bit about you know where did launch come from and what was the what was the 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 inspiration and what was the plan um in our initial plan we really didn't you know it wasn't specific to this site um we loved the idea, you know, that the, the initial kind of motto was launch an idea, launch an adventure. And that's oh, like kind of that. what tied us back to launch. And, you know, we were picturing more of a, we, we didn't picture the drive-through aspect of it all. We didn't really picture the Red Rocks aspect of it at all. We just pictured a place where somebody would come with friends to, you know, plan a, a vacation, to plan a bike trip, to plan a camping trip. To um, kick around business ideas, um, you know, we we we've always pictured it being a launch a launch site, um, you know. But one of the things we did, given the special location here, in addition to being near I seventy and near Red Rocks, it's about five miles from our house. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really wanted the space, and um, you know, so we had to adapt a little bit and 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 capitalize on the fact that we are so close to the highway. We are so close to Red Rocks and that you can't, you can't get from point A to point B in Colorado without passing us. So that was kind of fun and it's provided an ongoing challenge. I think at first we were nervous about the Uh Um, drive-through. We thought that the, we thought it would detract from what's going on inside. We thought if there were tables full of people talking about their plans or talking about their last trip or their next trip or you know, chatting with our staff or doing whatever, you know, we were worried that that was going to be a distraction, but it hasn't turned out to be a distraction at all. Um, At this point, early on, we're doing about 12 to 15% of our business through the drive-through. It's clearly picked up a little bit here with, with the restaurant, with the inside cafe being closed. But, um, you know, that's just an example of and changed the plan, but are still working really hard to, you know, fulfill the mission.
2: And one other thing to that, we have had not only many bicycles and runners come to the drive through but also a
1: horse, which was really fun. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was a fun day. Um, and another thing on the, a note on the, one of the intentions that we haven't exactly fulfilled yet, but I think we will this summer, um, is more to go um, lunch packs. So when you're heading up to the mountains and being able to you know, really pick up a lunch pack to go so that you don't have to, you know, go try to find stuff up there. Um, if you're going to go on a hike or whatever, just stick it in your backpack and then you're all set for the whole day. You get your breakfast, you get your lunch and you're all set. Um, our food's pretty adaptable for that and, you know, high protein. And we've got a lot of vegan options and, um, you know, also keto options. So, we try to really—I don't know—think about that person and what their needs would be if they're going to go off on an adventure. So, kind of fun. It's fun. Well, to and excited. not only
1: that, you're—you're you're not just trying to imagine, but you guys are those people yourselves. You're obviously outdoor <laughs> enthusiasts, and you're very active uh, recreation. Uh, indoors and outdoors yourselves, and so you get to bring, you know, your own personal experience and think to yourself, what what do I crave when I've been on the slopes for a few hours and I don't feel like ordering a greasy burger at one of the
2: exactly. spots
1: up on the slopes? Yeah, and and similarly, you know, what does a cyclist feel like eating in the middle of a pretty big ride that's going to be filling and satisfying, but not sit in their belly like a brick either for the rest of their ride? So. Um, I feel as I look at your menu that you've given that such careful consideration and thought, and it's really um, a, a fantastic menu. In my opinion, it's very diverse and also healthy. You definitely have healthy eating in mind, which is, which is Thank great. Thank you. I mean,
2: we definitely so, try.
1: Well, and we I, also, think, I think you're doing if great.
2: You know, <laughs> and if you know, the, um, there's a Boulder company, Scratch, um, that has yes. wonderful products for cyclists in particular. Um, kinds of athletes and so we do carry scratch projects as well um really try to do pretty much everything in the shop is from colorado colorado artists do a lot of our you know little chachi stuff and um, you know definitely and big paintings
1: oh, yeah you've really got some great paintings. great paintings on your wall in there yeah which is where well, you can see some of those on your website They're, those are gorgeous just your entire space is so inviting and it's got that wonderful fireplace and um Yeah, I I just think the presentation of all of it is really you've definitely gotten to your mission of being an inviting community space. And I can only just hope for you that those doors can reopen as soon as possible so that you can get that community back in there. Um, But for now, we can we can take advantage of your your goods through the other avenues that we've discussed. Um, One of the things I really wanted to talk about is, you know, yes, things are tough right now for business owners, for sure. And yet being a business owner can be so immensely satisfying and fulfilling. So you alluded to it earlier that, uh, Todd, in, back in the day, you were, it sounded like in a corporate job on the road, traveling quite a bit. You know, now that you've lived this life of being a business owner for yourself, is, is would you ever go back?
0: Well... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in the uh, in the interim, I'm doing both. Actually, okay, Um, it's uh, it's fantastic to keep moving forward with launch, and you know, Cindy's probably more involved with launch than she thought she was going to be. Gotcha. Um, You know, but it's just, I think it's good. I think we both really enjoy it. We also have a general manager, Connor, who runs the shop day to day for us, uh, and a fantastic staff who, you know, week to week, month to month, can take on more and more. And we have so much trust in our staff. Um, so that's been good. Um, you know, the goal for me is to get away from that. Um, but in a lot of ways, you know, we're, we're. I'm I'm away from it more than I used to be. Sure. When we were kind of, of thinking you. about, you know, I'm away from the travel and all that and, and the dependence on it more than I used to be. Um, you know, as we were thinking through what's important to us before we opened up this business and even the business before. um you know, for me, the ability to be in my bed more nights than I'm not in my bed. Yeah, is that's high big. on my list. And even though I'm traveling uh, probably three weeks a month right now doing some consulting, um, even those weeks I'm I'm home more than I'm away. Right. So a lot of this journey is setting goals and objectives and, and hitting those goals and objectives and trying to be thankful. You know, when we do, I, I at the time I also you know, kind of clarified and wrote down, I want to, you know, I want to be able to be in the gym five or six days a week. That's important sure. to me. That's kind of my, my place to go to clear my head and stay healthy and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I had gone through an exercise at the time to, to think about and write down and, and hone down the four or five things that were really important to me in my life. And I'm not kind of a self-help, person and I don't believe in all those books and all that stuff most of the time. But I was amazed that when I um, honed down that list of what's really important to me and wrote it down and put it on a sticky note where I can see it every day, Mm -hmm. um, you know, those things started to manifest uh, in my life. And again, I'm not I'm not a woo woo cheesy kind of person, but um, I was amazed sort of to see uh, see those things happen as I as I focused on them.
1: Yeah, the power of manifestation is real and the power of just writing it down and staring at it every day, as you alluded to. I think in the business day-to-day, it's really easy to constantly get distracted by the next shiny thing or even just having our heads down to the grindstone and kind of forgetting sometimes to look up and say, wait, why, why, why did we start this again? Um, mm-hmm. So your list of five things is probably a really fantastic reminder and keeps reorienting you back to... To why you're doing this because it's not easy and certainly in these present times it's especially not easy um, but the cool thing is you get to do this alongside your wife and I imagine the whole family probably gets somewhat involved in um, in the launch endeavor in some some manner
2: yeah we've got a now 13 year old son he just had a birthday yesterday all right and a 16 year old daughter and they both work at lunch um, my daughter can pretty much run either side, um, the food side or the barista side, um, with no problem. Um,
1: cool.
2: My son is really good at the register and with customer service, and he's learning the food side. Um, he can also make any drink in the shop, which is pretty fun. Um, fantastic. So, yeah, they're learning. And, you know, more than the, the hands-on stuff is super important, but we are um, working towards this. And I don't know, just the, just seeing the, like what goes into the behind the scenes of a business, I think is really cool for them. Well, I should not say that it's cool for them. They probably they will realize later in life.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a powerful education. And as another uh, restaurateur mentioned online the other day, you know, he's struggling with his restaurants. He's had to close his doors for a time and he was saying, for many of us, working in the restaurant or the coffee space was our first job as a young um, person, and it's where we really start to learn work ethic and customer service, and you start to really define yourself as an employee in those first jobs, and so what a cool experience that your kids get to do that alongside you and see what mom and dad are working so hard to you know, make a successful endeavor.
0: Yeah. And we've, we've um, you know, maybe to a fault, maybe not, I'm not sure. I guess we'll see as they get older, but you know, all, all through their lives, we've been very upfront and honest and open with them about everything uh, on the business side of things. And so, you know, as we've had business struggles, we've shared that with them. Um, of course, as we have business successes and celebrations, we sit, we share that with them. Um, you know, so they, they've had a chance to see all of that. And, um, you know, whether it uh, makes them smarter, or makes them tougher, or makes them realize that they never want to run a restaurant. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, um, but I think it's, um, you know, our approach has always been to be very direct and very open and show them everything. And, you know, they'll both count, you know, they'll both do the financial close with me at night and see the money coming in. And, you know, we'll have discussions with them like we do with our employees about, you know, what does it take to break even? What are the costs? What are the cro- costs that we can control? Um, you know, we want to make sure people are well-versed in all of, all of those quantitative parts of the business. And by the way, you know, not just our kids, but part of our mission is that we're making our employees, you know, better and smarter at, at business and life in the world. Um, you know, down the road, once we get some of these things nailed, we'd like to partner more with high schools and colleges and things like that. And, um, you know, maybe partner with a, a, an entrepreneurial class or a college to open up the second and the third and the fourth cafe, you know, all the way from selecting a spot to putting together a business plan and negotiating a lease to taking all those steps to get the next cafe open. Um you know, part of what's fun for us is educating people, but not really from a place of, you know, we know everything. So we're going to teach you, um, you know, but kind of sharing what we know, uh, getting their input and getting their creativity and, you know, trying to do it, trying to do some of those things together. And, you know, so I think that holds for our kids and also holds for our staff and frankly, our guests and different businesses that we partner with.
1: Sure. Yeah, teamwork makes the dream work, right? Why, why go it alone if you can solicit the input and ideas of those around you and uh, increase your chances of success? And I think that also just goes back to the heart of your mission of it being a community based and focused organization that you're always open to feedback and ideas. And, and then how wonderful to bring that to an educational format that could help other future entrepreneurs and restaurateurs. Um it sounds to me like what you've mentioned so far that neither of you had a background per se in restaurant ownership is that true?
2: True. We both worked in restaurants in in, you know, the distant past, but we've never never done anything quite like this. So um yeah, it's we've been married for you've got to tell me cuz I didn't always forget. Long time. <laughs> we've been together for 30 years, right? 32.
0: Something like
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> we met in college um, and really got married right out of college and have been together ever since. So, um, so yeah, r- running a restaurant and doing it together has been a new thing for us in our relationship. Um, but we complement each other really well, we think. Um,
1: it sure seems to that way to honest, the outside I'm... looking in. Yes. <laughs>
2: I'm sure it was gonna all pan out that way but um no we really you know i do a lot of the marketing and um operations and he does a lot of the big picture and financials and and so yeah i think it's been it's been good so So
0: yeah no it's um you know we we whereas we don't have a big background in restaurants um you know, as as other people that are listening to this are considering, you know, doing something outside of their comfort zone, um, whether it's a restaurant or something else, you know, I I would encourage them to learn and take advantage of other resources big time and really not try to go it alone. Um, When I was traveling, um, I'd spend a lot of time in in coffee shops, you know, before I'd go see my clients or for a mid-morning break or, or for lunch or what have you. And that's where I got my view, my initial views of coffee shops, and, and really kind of develop my, my passion for for the concept. Um, in one very interesting thing in this space, and I don't know if it if it holds in other spaces or how much it, it holds, but people in the coffee industry and in the coffee community are very forthright, and I'm very forthright. And so, you know, as I'm in these cafes, I would ask, I'd kind of figure out who the managers were and ask them questions. And it was amazing to me, shop to shop to shop. You know, I'd get answers. I'd uh, get answers, you know, what what is your average meal ticket? And what is, you know, what what do you sell a cup of coffee for? And what's your profit on a cup of coffee? And can you show me your daily sales report? And rarely did I get anyone look at me funny or say no. You know, they were just very, very anxious to share in their successes and their challenges. And um, so In this community, in this industry, that was fantastic. And then beyond that, uh, when we started to get serious about opening the shop and, and we're in the midst of negotiating a lease, it dawned on us that we probably should have somebody working with us to get the shop open that knew what the heck they were doing. You know, so we considered hiring a manager that had managed restaurants before, whether or not they were coffee shops. And we tried that. You know, we put some ads out there to hire a manager and um, the timing wasn't quite right. And the candidates weren't quite right at that point in time. And somebody introduced us to a, a, a gentleman who does restaurant consulting, ah, who also owns or has ownership interest in a half a dozen restaurants in Denver. Um, and so, you know, we got hooked up with him and we paid him as a, a paid consultant to help us sort of plan and get the restaurant open and so that was that was invaluable as well um and then just other you know there there are other restaurants in the area up in boulder and and some of the places that i was traveling that had aspects of what i wanted to do um and so even if there weren't coffee shops i would get to know the owners and the managers and and have in, uh, in-depth conversations with them about everything from from what's great about it to what really isn't so great about it. So I'd encourage anyone, you know, don't just go it alone. Don't just read a book, although reading books is important too. Um, but just get out there and, and know people and don't be afraid to ask hard questions and don't be afraid to ask, you know, what is the absolute worst part of this thing that I'm mm-hmm. thinking of doing um, so you get the whole story.
1: I really appreciate you saying that because many entrepreneurs, when they set out, think – I'm just going to do this my way. I'm just going to put my head down and work extra hard and I don't need to solicit feedback or opinions and maybe I just want to reinvent the wheel because I like doing ridiculously hard things. Or, you know, sometimes entrepreneurs can be a bit strong-headed, if you will, and I've certainly seen that in some of the entrepreneur circles I run in. And yet there is a better way, as you said, soliciting so many uh, different ways of doing things and then from that crafting your own unique, take on things or your own unique spin. I think that's a really great message to share. And also, I appreciate the fact that most of the folks you talked to were willing to be so forthcoming. I think uh, oftentimes there's a misconception among those who are on the verge of starting a business, but scared to do so, that other people in that space aren't going to be willing to share any thoughts or ideas because they might be quote unquote, you know, competitors or they're vying for the same customer base. And that isn't usually the truth. Um, Most people are willing to share, as you said, what the hardest parts of the industry are and some of the ugly parts and some of the really difficult parts. And, um, you know, we are ultimately all in this together, and especially community businesses tend to be pretty willing to help other new startups out.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's been fantastic from that perspective.
1: Cool. Well, You know, no surprise in a way, because Golden is fantastic, but also sounds like you did a really great job doing your research, and I think it's also super helpful that this had been on your radar for some time, so that when you guys finally did launch, you knew exactly what you were working towards. I mean, you had even sort of fantasized about that particular parcel of land, and I think you probably had a pretty clear vision before you really ever pressed go, which... I can only imagine just had to be so exciting and fun for you when you finally, you know, got the keys and walked into that space for the first time.
0: Pretty daunting, for sure. (laughs) Pretty daunting (laughs) at that point in time. All you can
1: see at
2: that time was the things that weren't done yet.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, now it never goes back, like we think it will. <laughs>
2: exactly, exactly. oh, it, I only had gotten that shelf up. I really wanted to get that shelf, and nobody cares, and nobody notices. and right, it was all fine. And that shelf probably still isn't up. But um, yeah, no, it's been a it's been a journey for sure, definitely in um a learning curve. and um you know, there isn't much in the restaurant that we would do differently at this point, you know, That's from great. From, the, from the beginning, which is huge, I think, you know, yeah. Um, so that's been really cool just to know that from that respect, you know, we've added different menu items and, um, you know, a couple of things here and there, but for the most part, we're, we're chugging along at pretty much the same spreadsheet that we started with, you know, we're still adding things on. We have our wish list of things that we still want to purchase once, you know, we have the funds, we've got a little list going. Um, and so, yeah, it, it. It'll just get better from here, hopefully, once all of this is over. Right.
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's been pretty interesting from a um, from you know looking back at our business plan perspective. Um, you know, to be honest, even before this this uh, pandemic, um, we weren't tracking the plan. We were below plan. We were okay with that, and month to month, we were seeing improvements, but we were not tracking the plan. And and that's having thought that we wrote a very conservative plan, right? So I thought I we wrote the most conservative plan possible. Um, and even with even given that we were not attracted to that plan. Um, there have been a lot of upside surprises and downside surprises. So for example, we talked earlier about being on the route, you know, between Denver or DIA and the mountains. Right. And we thought we would be getting a lot of ski traffic. You know, from day one, right, you picture turning on your sign and unlocking the door, you know, being close to the dinosaur lots and just being inundated with people. Right. Um, one even, would think. Even 13 or 14 months in, we're just not there with that with that group, you gotcha. know, with that contingent. Um, hmm. Folks are in a, in a hurry to get up the hill um, so they don't want to stop. People have a routine, right? They have a place that they've always stopped or they make coffee at home. Sure, Those routines for coffee are really hard to break. Um, (laughs) I
1: bet. I bet they
0: are. We're about, you know, we're about literally 20 yards past a gas station, past a come and go. uh, And people will go there and get coffee because it's closer or because they just don't know that we're 20 yards further down. Sure. Um, You know, so those things have been a challenge. On the other hand, on the bright side, I would say, um... Uh, the hotel across the street, we di- really didn't know what we would get from the hotel. It would either be great uh, because there's, you know, a captive audience of people in there and it's a brand new area or they're in hotel restaurant, right? They've got a restaurant and they've got an espresso machine. And, you know, so we we really didn't know what we were going to get out of that. In fact, I had a very seasoned commercial realtor say, don't count on getting any business from the hotel. Um, ah, because people who count on that are always disappointed. But the reality has been, we get a ton of business from the hotel. When we first opened, they had meal service there and we still got a lot of folks, right? Cause you're at a hotel, you're not gonna eat every meal at the hotel. Um, but soon after we opened, they stopped doing breakfast. And then for a time they stopped doing lunch and they've always happily just said, well, we're not doing that anymore. Uh, but there's this great little place across the street. So they've always been- big Oh, right on yeah so they push a lot of people over, and then, of course, the community around us, golden, you know Genesee, Riva Chase lookout Mountain, these communities have been phenomenal um we knew that before the last couple of weeks before having to kind of go into limited service mode, but boy, do we see it now? uh what folks are doing to help us
1: uh they so keep cool. coming
0: in. You know, we've had folks leave amazing tips. We've had somebody come in and offer to pay for all the coffees for law enforcement, uh, for anyone that comes in. And so he kind of opened up a tab to do that. Um, You know, so it's been just one of the silver linings of this, you know, pretty horrible time that we're all going through is just seeing how fantastic our, our supporters and guests and partners are.
1: I love that. And I love that for you guys, because you definitely deserve it. And it also makes my heart really warm, because I chose Golden as well for my home and my business. And it's for those reasons. And we don't often get to test the accuracy of our assumptions about our community. Um, We have a belief about how people probably would respond in times of difficulty. And it's really nice to see that those beliefs are absolutely true. And I think you're right that the silver lining in all of this is just the realization, the reconnection to our communities and the, the significance and the importance of them where we maybe got a little bit lazy and disconnected from the people and the businesses around us and just really getting clear on why that's such a top priority again. So I'm, I'm really happy to hear that that support's coming through and I, I know that it will continue for you. Um, I was curious if you had maybe one other prediction and it doesn't have to be specific to your restaurant necessarily, but is there something else that you think good and positive may, you know, if you had to make a prediction, what good might potentially come of this COVID-19 situation that we're in?
2: I think one of them is that a lot of businesses, not ours because we're a different kind of business, but I think a lot of businesses will figure out that they don't need to have workers come in every day. Um, Work-at-home will be... Um, um, there you are. Oh, sorry. There you are, now I can hear Okay. Where um, just that places will have... Businesses will be able to use... Remote telecommuting a little more easily and a little more confidently, mm-hmm. um, and have pl- things in place that they can do that for their employees. Um, you know, yep. and I think that would be good. Limit pollution and encourage more work from home. Um, you you have- people do need to get together. Um, so they're you know you need a balance of working with other people and working at home. It would be a shame to have all work at home. Um, Right, because ideas foster when you're together, and there's camaraderie, and um, that's really powerful as well. But I think there can be a better balance than a lot of corporations have right now.
1: Agreed. We might just see a higher quality of life come out of this, and as we've seen with the decrease in the number of motor vehicles on the road right now, it's a really tremendous time to be um, on a bicycle, and I think that that lends itself to. further community and growth in your space around people coming there for bike rides, starting or meeting or ending there. And um, as you said, even having team meetings or workplace meetings, there, needing that face-to-face time to check in, but also recognizing that they don't need to have that office time all day, every day, as you said. So there's definitely some really great potential. And like you alluded to a decrease in congestion and Pollution. if we're not sticking people in their cars for those commutes every single day, Monday through Friday, which is great.
0: Yeah, Uh, that was part of part of why we opened the place to tell you the truth was that that blend, right? So we went through this time, three, four, five, six years ago, where work from home started to be a big thing. And I was working from home quite a bit. I was working for an international company. And I found myself in this kind of odd dichotomy, I, I would either be working in my office in my pajamas all day long um or i would be in a suit on an airplane to johannesburg or to uruguay or to south uh or to china or, or australia or somewhere there was no, really no there was no in between right i didn't really need sure. jeans or dockers i, I needed pajamas <laughs> and suits um that's a great and, point and wh- when i was when i was home for big stints of time um you know, reminding myself to get out of uh, my pajamas before my family came home. Um, <laughs> you know, in this area, there w- there weren't a lot of great spaces to go to work and to see people and to meet with people. Um, and so, you know, as, as part of the formula that went into let's open a coffee shop, um, you know that that was that was a big part for us. And hopefully, like Cindy was saying, when we come out of this. Um that'll continue, right? I think there'll be an appreciation for community and appreciation for seeing other humans um for a good long while once we once we get out of this.
1: Oh yeah, I'm not sure any of us are ever gonna take for granted the ability and luxury of congregating with our friends around coffee in a coffee shop. I'm not sure we will Mm -hmm. ever ever take that for granted again, or even being able to give our friends hugs when we convene over a cup of coffee. That's gonna be something I really Look forward to, and I suspect you're going to see a lot of those reunions at launch when this whole thing gets back on track. So I'm excited for you to be witness to that. Um, Yeah, we'll
0: we'll make sure sure. people have been so great to us, Megan, and helping us, right? Because for for us, it's it's imperative. We we won't be able to stay open without support, right? And and people are supporting us, so we'll make sure once we get out of this thing to do um, to do something very special for all of our supporters.
1: We'll have a big community hug party.
0: There we go. <laughs> there we go. Some music going. And
1: Selfishly, that's what I going. would definitely love. I'm missing my hugs. I'm I'm definitely a hugger. <laughs> I'm missing that right now and my shared coffee uh, connections. It's it's a hard time to be um, apart from our people, and so I, I can't wait. I that's one of the things I'm most looking forward to. In the meantime, I will do my very best and I hope our listeners will as well to get the word out about you guys and we'll share all those links and Instagram and website and places that people can order and um, place some orders ourselves and do anything we possibly can. I'll come by and um, try to take some photos of the spot and uh, we'll, we'll try to keep preaching the good word about Launch Colorado because we sure we sure believe in you guys and we want you to continue to be part of our community here. You're a staple. And I just want to say thanks and um, keep rooting for you and just know that you're you're being cheered on by a lot of people here in Golden.
0: And, and thank you so much, Megan, for letting us uh, start to tell our story. And as you think of things that we can do to help uh, in the community, right, we can't spot everything. And so if you see areas uh, in the community that need help, we are happy to uh, discuss and consider and participate in lots of different things. So anything, you've brought some great things to our attention in the past, um, and, and, other things that you bring to our attention, we're happy to, we're happy to be part of.
1: Right on. Well, I will definitely keep you guys in mind, but for now, I just want to thank you on behalf of the Golden Community for taking part in the new mayor's program, which, as you indicated earlier, is pairing local restaurant tours with kids that are not in school right now and need that, um, extra ability to get food. And so you're, you're providing the Golden Backpack um, golden backpack program I think it's called with with food from your restaurant and then also as you mentioned um, yeah they're calling that the be golden program which is really mm-hmm. neat and then as you mentioned you're also someone has treated law enforcement to coffee when they stop in so I think that's great hopefully golden police and Jeff CO sheriffs and Colorado state patrol will take advantage of that it's always great to have them swinging by your place and just, you know, being familiar with your community. That's always really wonderful. And we'll certainly keep my eyes and ears open for additional opportunities and just, just know that we're out here and we've got your backs and you're going to get through this and we can't wait to see what you do on the other side of this.
2: That sounds wonderful. Everybody else too. We're all excited to get through it together. We can only Amen, do it together.
1: Sister. Amen. Yep. Amen. Amen. <laughs> all right, you guys. Well, thanks for being on the show. Thank you Thanks so, so much. much. Have a great. Oh, day. you're so welcome. Thank you for listening to Maximum Enthusiasm with Megan Hotman. Subscribe, check out our blog, and learn more at maximumenthusiasm.com.